I want to I share a scripture with you uh, briefly tonight. I want you to turn around and shake somebody's hand and say, it's good to see you in the house of the Lord. Shake somebody's hand and say, you, you made the right choice on Wednesday night. Amen. It's good to see, I haven't done this officially, it's Wednesday night, but is, is it Leilani? Is Jonathan? Brother Jonathan, Sister Leilani, are, are brand new to Revival Church. They're going to make this their church home. They have transferred with the blessings of their pastor from Southern California. I want you to give them a Revival Center welcome. Revival Church, welcome. And uh, I communicated with their pastor, and I want to tell you that their pastor bragged on them to a degree that I'm not even going to tell them how he bragged. I'm not going to tell y'all how he bragged on them. This family is a first-class family. And we want to officially welcome them to the Revival Church family, Brother Jonathan and Sister Leilani. And I'm sorry, I can't remember the kids' names, but you'll help me with that later. You have two children, two children, and their names are Malachi and Molina. Did I get it close? You just ignore my accent. But give them another hand clap. We're glad you're part of our church. Welcome to our family. Um, I'm reading from the book of Joshua, uh, Joshua chapter number one, and I'm going to read down through verse six. Now, after the death of Moses, servant of the Lord, everybody say, it came to pass. Let's say that in concert. Say, it came to pass. That's very, that's, that's very important. It came, everybody say, to pass. That the Lord spoke unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all the people unto the land which I give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon that I have given unto you, as I said unto Moses, from the wilderness and, and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. There shall not a man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Be strong. Everybody say, be strong. And of good courage, for unto this people you shall divide an inheritance to the land which I swear unto the fathers to give thee. And then he says it again in verse 7. When you see repetition in the Bible, pay attention. Bible is not redundant for redundant sake. It's emphasizing a point that it's three times. Be strong and very courageous. And then 
he, he says it again in verse 9. I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage. Don't be afraid or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And I'm just going to talk to you for a little while on this. It came to pass. Say that with me in concert. Say, it came to pass. Clap your hands one more time to the Lord and give him praise tonight. Amen. You may be seated. God bless you for being here. I think you all are aware that you can scour the entire Old Testament. You can look for patriarchs of faith. You could call up Abraham and he would be on one of the Mount Rushmore's of people in the Old Testament. Some of you perhaps would pick Joseph. You are familiar with that story. Joseph uh, from the pit to the prison to the palace, and yet he still maintained his integrity with God. You can look at other characters of the Old Testament. Some of you, perhaps the life of David would be one that you would be especially drawn to. Maybe you identify with David's struggle, David's sonship, David's kingship, David on the run, David in trouble, David in triumph. I, I, don't, I don't know who you would pick uh, in the Old Testament that would speak to you. But I would suggest to you tonight that probably there is no character or personality that has more weight and more credibility and more essence than this man called Moses. Moses uh, led those grumbling children of Israel after being in in Egyptian bondage some 430 years murmuring and complaining. It was better in Egypt, would to God, that we had died in Egypt. At least in Egypt, we had the the garlics and the loaves, and they had forgotten about the the cruel taskmaster's whip. Moses, this man of faith, this stuttering prophet, was summoned by God alone to raise up these people to lead them out. You got to think about that. Raised in the courts of Pharaoh's daughter, only to be banished to the backside of the wilderness to take care of his father-in-law's sheep and then summoned from that burning bush experience. Anybody know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Moses, that the Bible said, when he got to the burning bush, God spoke to him out of that bush and said, take your shoes off. You're standing on Holy ground. Oh, I want to tell somebody, the church is still holy ground. I want to tell you, when you walk into this building, you're not just walking into brick and to mortar and two by fours and stucco and just chairs and carpet and a platform. Oh no, my friend, I want to tell you, this is a place where the people of God can say, This is holy ground. I love the character 
of Moses. I love how in spite of it all, in spite of the plagues that God had spoken to him, in spite of the blood of the Red Sea, in spite of Pharaoh coming behind him and the Red Sea in front of him, he said, stretch out your rod and stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. I want to tell you, there was a lot of prophets and a lot of priests and a lot of kings, but there was nobody that could compare to Moses. He was a man of faith. He was a man that trusted God. He was a man who had confidence that God was going to do what God said he was going to do. So powerful was the life of Moses that when you jump over to the New Testament and you see that great story of the Mount of Transfiguration, it was Moses that stood on top of that mountain, representing all the Old Testament, all of the covenants of the Old Testament, all of the law and the prophets. And the Bible said, talking about Moses, that there was not a prophet like him that spoke to God face to face. One translation said lips to lips. It was Moses that was in the cleft of the rock and said, Lord, show me your glory. And God said, you can't see that. But I'll tell you what I will do. I'll do one better than that. I'll let my goodness pass before you. And you can't handle glory, but I'll let you see goodness. So we saw the goodness of the Lord. Supernatural power of God released again and again. They were hungry and Moses spoke and God served them manna across the winds of the wind. He spoke and he served them quail. It was Moses that saw that supernatural power of God on a daily basis. Moses saw all that. It was Moses that led them with the pillar of fire by now, by night and the cloud by day. It was Moses that did that. And in the end, in the end of Deuteronomy, the Bible says in Deuteronomy 34 and 10 that there arose not a prophet since in Israel like unto Moses whom the Lord knew face to face. In all the signs and the wonders which the Lord sent to do unto him in the land of Egypt to Pharaoh and to all his servants and to all the land and in all the mighty hand and all the great terror which Moses showed in the sight of all of Israel. Elbow your neighbor and say, wake up, there's nobody like Moses. It, it, it lists out all of his credentials, all that he had seen and done. And then... We pick up the beginning of the story. It says now, everybody shout now. Now. After the death of Moses. I mean, you would think for a moment that the children of Israel wouldn't know exactly what to do. They, they had this patriarch of faith. They had this man that had been used in, in miracle signs and wonders. And the Bible says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass. 
I feel like that's, that's a word to somebody that is sitting here tonight. Trouble comes, situation comes, adversity comes, but it doesn't come to stay. It comes to pass. And I, I don't know what you might be fighting or facing or fearing tonight, but I want to tell somebody that's listening on this Wednesday night, trouble doesn't come to stay. It comes to pass. And whatever you're facing or fighting or fearing or dealing with, I want to tell you, if you just hang on, it shall pass. You say, but I'm, I'm facing anxiety. I'm facing depression. I'm facing heaviness. I'm facing a trial. I'm facing situations that I don't have the answers for. I want to tell you just a few simple words. It came, but it's going to pass. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise. Somebody shout, arise. God still is in charge. God is never, I hope this helps somebody. God is never sidetracked. God is never taken by surprise. God never wakes up on the wrong side of the bed. God never has to wring his hands. God never says, oops, I made a mistake. There is no accidents with God. God is always in charge. God is always on the throne. And with God, it may come, but it also has to pass. Clap your hands to the Lord. Does trouble come? Yes, trouble comes. Does sad days come? Yes, sad days are gonna come. Does heartaches come? Yes, heartaches come. But I wanna tell you, if you are a person of faith and you believe in the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, then everything's gonna be all right. I want you to listen to pastor. If you believe that Jesus died and rose from the dead, then I wanna tell you, there's nothing in this life that can disturb our faith and our confidence in God because if he died, then we can live again. Somebody say it came, but it will pass. Weeping came, but it will pass. Sorrow is here for a moment, but it will pass. He will take off the spirit of heaviness and give me a garment of praise. He will 
Give me beauty for ashes and joy for more. I'm preaching to somebody right now. And joy for mourning. It came, but it shall pass. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord. You say, Pastor, you're just ignoring the obvious. No, I'm not. I'm not. Moses is still dead. But it came to pass that God had a plan. And when God got finished with Moses, using Moses, Joshua stepped right into the scene. And here's what God said. As I was with Moses, I'll be with you. As God was with Brother Rody. He was going to be with Brother Dansby. And when God got finished with Brother Dansby, he's going to be with Brother Keys. And when God got finished with Brother Keys, he's going to be with Brother Johnson. And I want to tell you, if God has done it before, God will do it again and again and again. If he's brought you through one time, he will do it again. Somebody shout, yes, he will. Be strong. Somebody shout to me, be strong. strong. Flex. I don't have any guns, but if I did. Be strong. And be of good courage. I will not fail. I will not forsake you. I will not abandon you. Are y'all hearing what pastor's saying? You got to confess that. You got to believe that no matter what you're going through right now, what kind of sickness is in your body, what kind of doubt is in your spirit, you got to confess. You got to open your mouth. You got to stand back and say, I will be strong in the Lord. I will keep my confidence in the Lord. I will not fear because the Lord is with me. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord right now. I want to, I'm trying to inject faith into your spirit tonight. Some of you are weary in your spirit. Jesus said to Peter, I have prayed for you that your faith doesn't fail you. Satan has desired to sift you. But I prayed that when the sifting comes and when the sifter comes and he wants to tell you that God has abandoned you and you're hopeless and you're never going to make it and you're going to be destroyed by this dilemma, I stand in the face of every lying spirit that says the devil doesn't have the jurisdiction to destroy you or your family. I want you to be strong in the Lord and be courageous. God will not fail. God cannot fail. Somebody say, cannot fail. Say, God cannot lie. And God cannot make a mistake. You want a three-point sermon? There it is. God cannot fail, God cannot lie, and God cannot make a mistake. And if he's done it before, that's all the evidence that I need that he will do it again and again and again and again. It came, 
But it also, it must pass. Raise your hands all over this building right now. Raise your hands to the Lord. Come on, raise your hands. Come on, lift your voice right now. Come on, lift your voice to the Lord right now. I'm You know who I'm preaching to? I'm preaching to myself. You know how hard it is to walk into this church and Mark not be at the door? You know how hard it is to go up my office and Mark not have unlocked it and, and turn the candles on and make sure it was safe? He's been doing that for the last 25 years with me. He's been coming in, first one here, last one leave. You know that's hard. But you know what I know? I know he's in the presence of the Lord. I know he's in the presence of the Lord. Now some of you, I don't know. But with Mark, I know he's in the presence of the Lord and it might come, but it shall pass. You ought to give God praise in this house. You ought to praise him. No matter what you're going through, it shall pass. Come on, raise your hands and offer up a praise to the Lord. You say, Pastor, you don't ever have questions. Oh, I have a lot of questions. You say, Pastor, you don't ever struggle. I struggle a whole lot. Sometimes I don't know what God is doing, but I go to the Bible. You know what the Bible said? His ways are not my ways. You go read what Isaiah said. He said, your ways are not my ways. As high as the heaven is above the earth, my ways are higher than your ways. Who am I to question God when his ways are bigger than my ways? I can't get my head around how big and how awesome. Hey, when we will understand it, the songwriter said, we'll understand it better by and by. On the other side of Jordan, we will understand it then. But it came, but it also must pass. I don't know what trouble's in your life right now. I don't know what distress and despair and despondency is in your life right now, but I'm telling you, if you hold on to God's unchanging hand, none of these promises, brothers and sisters, will fail us. None of them will fail us if you hold on and you show up when you're discouraged and you show up when you're grieving and you show up when you're weeping and you show up when you don't even have faith to be here. I'll tell you, he will see you through the storms and the rains and the clouds. He will. He will. He will. Will it came, 
but it also passed. I want to minister to you tonight. I want to minister to you as I'm preaching. God's ministering to me right now. God is telling me, irrespective of how great the challenge may be, I've always got a plan for your life. I've always got a destiny. I know God wants me to tell you he knows exactly what he's doing. If you trust him with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him, God will direct your path. He's not a man that he can lie or the son of man that he can change his mind. Hath he said it and will he not perform it? Hath he declared it and will he not do it? I say emphatically, yes, he will. Raise your hands right now all over this building. Come on, lift your voice to the Lord. Come on, lift your voice to the Lord right now. I want you to stand all over this building. I want you to raise your hands to the Lord. I want you to just close your eyes. I want you to lift your voice to the Lord. I want you to let the Lord speak to you right now. I want you to let strength flow into your body, into your mind. I want a spirit of encouragement, a confidence in the Lord, an an assurance in the Lord. I don't confess my feelings. I confess my faith. My faith is in you. I don't, I don't know that I feel it, but I confess my faith to you. I will not fail you. I will not forsake you. Listen, listen to pastor in these closing moments. I want you to think about that for a minute. Here, here's young, young Joshua. He doesn't have a resume. He doesn't have credentials. His knees are probably not. You say, you don't know that. If he wasn't scared, the Lord would not have to tell him three times. If he wasn't feeling weak and afraid, the Lord wouldn't have to tell him three times. Probably thinking, what am I going to do with this? What am I going to do? How Moses, I'm, I'm not Moses. I'm Joshua. 
And as these words come into his spirit, God said, I had you in mind all along. I knew you were going to be at this crossroads and junctures all along. I, I know you don't feel qualified. I know that's not on your resume. But when I call you, I don't need your resume. I called you because I chose you and I knew you were going to be here. And I have to tell you, be strong and courageous. And don't be afraid because as I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. And I'm going to tell you, I don't care who you are in this building. I don't care if you got big faith, small faith, little faith, or no faith. I'm telling you, God, the fact that you came tonight, you have enough faith. The fact that you showed up and you're standing here, you may have pain in your body, you may be sick in your body, you may got a bad report from the doctor, you may have come and you're just like, I don't even know what's going on. I want to tell you, here's all you need to, here's all you need to know. The Lord is with you. 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 And you need to pray for strength and courage. And if the Lord is with you, then it does not matter what the evidence says. Who can be against me if the Lord is with me? If you believe that, raise your hands right now all over this building. If you believe the Bible. If you believe the Bible, raise your hands. If you need a fresh touch of God, you need fresh strength, come to this altar. I didn't preach long on purpose. I just want to interject faith into your spirit. I want to interject some hope into your spirit. It came, but it's also going to pass. Sorrow came, but it's also got to pass. Sickness comes, but it also has to pass. Anxiety and depression and betrayal comes, but it also has to pass. It cannot last forever. There may be darkness in the land of Egypt, but there's going to be light in Goshen. Come on. Somebody who's got faith needs to throw their hands up. Somebody needs to throw their hands up right now. Throw your hands in the air. And I want you to begin to pray that. I want you to just throw your hands up. You're saying, I, I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. I trust you, trust you. Even though I don't know what I'm going to do, I still trust you. I trust you. I trust you. Come on, throw your hands up right now all over this building. I'm with you. I'm with the church. I'm with the people of God. Come on, I want us to pray as a body of believers together right now. Come on. 
Come on, everybody together, everybody together, everybody together. Come on, you ought to all come to this altar. I shouldn't have to beg you and plead with you. You ought to just come. trust you. I trust you. I trust you. Be strong. Be courageous. I will not fail you.